0: Hello. Thank you for joining us for another episode of This Week in AML. I'm John Byrne, chair of the AMLRS Advisory Board.
1: And I'm Elliot Berman, our creative director. We are excited to welcome you to the This Week in AML podcast, where we explore key news and developments in the global financial crime prevention community. Hi, John. How are you today?
0: Hi, Elliot. Uh, Over COVID, uh, so I'm uh, back at... uh almost full strength. And uh, obviously uh, even though double boosted and double vaxxed, uh, as we all know, it's, you're still susceptible. So uh, happy to be over that. And uh, for folks that are dealing with it, I would suggest the, uh, if you can get it, the Paxlovid prescription um, really helps sort of push, push it through. So uh, it, it, uh, it seemed to work pretty well for me so uh, happy to be back on my feet
1: yeah glad to hear you're feeling better you definitely sound uh <laughs> yeah. your voice sounds better than uh last week and and the other conversations you and I have had in the interim so uh, glad to hear that so this week i thought it made sense for us to talk about the priorities that the new fatif president has uh Uh, issued as the plan. But uh, before we talk about that, we probably should let people know what FATF is and what they do and all that kind of stuff. So why don't you just bring our listeners up to speed? Sure. So uh, the Financial Action Task Force was created back uh, in
0: 1989. And it's a global organization. So it's intergovernmental. So it's uh, populated by uh, government representatives, not political office holders, but uh, governmental staff, and they set standards, um, you know, international standards that deal with uh, money laundering, terrorist financing, those sorts of issues. They developed a series of recommendations, and that's how the standards uh, are crafted, uh, how each jurisdiction deals with the various recommendations, which get updated from time to time, depending on particular issues that, you know, they've added over time human trafficking, obviously, during the pandemic, the frauds that come out of that. And uh, one way that they assess uh, compliance, if you will, with the standards is they do what they call mutual evaluation. So a team of experts made up of uh, the, uh, the uh, members of the of FATF from other countries will, will meet and look at uh, the potential effectiveness of the laws and regulations of each jurisdiction and give you sort of a score or grade, if you will. So this is uh, worked fairly, really well, I'd say not fairly, well, really well over time. Now they measure effectiveness, not just whether you have these laws and regs in place. And um, the president of FATF is now uh, in that office for two years, used to be one. So, last, the first time was the German presidency that just ended. So, now the presidency uh, is from uh, Singapore. So, for the next two years, the president of Singapore helps sort of lead themes and strategies. And um, they, uh, I wrote a blog about this. At, at the plenary, when that handoff occurs, they give you sort of broad based objectives. And then, toward the end of that same month, they list the more specifics and the, the incoming president is uh T Raja Kumar from Singapore and he just uh on July 1st issued a series of objectives which uh which we will talk about which means in the next 2 years that's sort of the in addition to recommendations and evaluations these are sort of the the focal points uh of FATF um in terms of uh, information sharing and meetings and reports that you'll see over the course of the next 24 months?
1: Yeah, so um, it, I think the transfer for change from one year to two year presidencies is significant because it really does give each, makes the cycles longer and these kinds of strategic Uh, focus items a chance to really get woven into the day-to-day work of FATF uh, and the participating countries. So um, I noticed that um, uh, the first of the uh, goals for this presidency relate to what's called strengthening asset recovery, and it's really a focusing on the uh, pervasiveness of things like uh, financial crime and the lack of recovery of um, of uh, illicit financial flows so there's an estimate that less than one percent of illicit financial flows are actually interdicted and recovered um, right and and uh, FATF, uh
0: according to the president will work on this in conjunction with other groups, including Interpol, so uh, UN, IMF and others, and they'll convene a global roundtable on this. Uh, A quick aside, um, in the class that I teach on money laundering, terrorism and corruption, I'm going to have the US expert on asset forfeiture uh, speak to the class in a couple of weeks, and I'm gonna try to also ask him to sit down for a conversation about asset forfeiture, because it is a big tool obviously, and this is obviously a focal point for the Singapore presidency, but it's also uh, in the U.S. a place in which funding can can help drive a lot of changes as well.
1: Yes. Um, I I think that the theme that as we talk about some of these other goals as well, the consistent theme and really the underpinnings of FADF's existence really is collaboration and cooperation. So, um, rather than try as an organization itself, it really uses the, the gravitas that it has because it's made up of the intergovernmental uh, connections to use other intergovernmental connections to really make some of these things happen, as you just mentioned.
0: Right. The, the second category is countering illicit finance of cyber enabled crime, which is obviously an ongoing challenge for FATF and all the jurisdictions and the Singapore president indicates that they're going to start a new initiative to focus on uh, money laundering and terrorist financing that's linked to cyber enabled fraud. Um, And they want to try to figure out the various techniques that occur and what sort of tools, um, data analytics, working with various industries and try to figure out a way to help the very, you know, the, the membership deal with, uh, attacking cybercrime so i obviously there's other organizations that do this as well but having fatf engage in this uh, makes a lot of sense
1: yes uh the next one uh is increasing effectiveness of global aml measures um, and this one uh again sharing best practices and uh they have been working they fat the FATF staff has been working on guidance on beneficial ownership information, which they want to complete, which we understand, you know, has been a, a highlight issue in the financial crime prevention community for a number of years now, and different countries have gone at it differently. You know, it's, there's a, a requirement in AMLA for the U.S. to spin up some kind of a registry. We haven't seen the regs yet. Um uh, this pillar also includes adoption of data analytics um, as a way for people to, uh, which means they'll need to be sharing data so they can do the analytics. Yeah. And they also continue
0: to talk about beneficial ownership. So right. uh, completion of the guidance on that, uh, which we're dealing with in the U S which obviously is a global concern. Um, and that's obviously a specific FATF recommendation on uh uh, beneficial ownership information uh, for trust and other legal arrangements. So I think that's uh, something that we'll see here right away, as well as internationally and, and some of the other jurisdictions, either as response to what the FATF is doing or ongoing, um, you know, activity that uh, probably is being done to improve the evaluations that uh, FATF engages in to make sure the countries are, are, properly dealing with this information gathering that's so important to dealing with shell companies and those sorts of things
1: yeah it'll be interesting to see if over the next number of years and i think it will be years whether FATF um starts to push for some kind of a global registry or a global exchange of the registries um again they're at the, at the country level at the moment, to the extent that a country has a global, uh, country level registry, each country is going in their own direction. There's certainly similarities, but they're not identical. And it'll be interesting to see if Fadif tries to push toward a global standard that would allow the data sets to at least be combined, if not become a, uh, a global registry. Right. So we'll keep track of, uh, these priorities and obviously
0: there'll be other things that will be issued the next uh, plenary I believe is in October but there'll be other programs FATF uh, has a lot of good information on their website they also do webinars that are free and they have public consultations on various issues so you can weigh in even if you're not a government representative so I've always felt over the course of my career and I know you feel the same way Elliot that FATF produces a lot of really good information that can be useful
1: for training purposes and awareness and that sort of thing. Yes. Um, so um, what do you have um, that you're working on these days? Did a very interesting interview yesterday
0: uh, with a staff person from CypherTrace to talk about uh, cryptocurrency issues, So we'll post that in the next few weeks. Um, also... Uh, Having an interview with the uh, uh, executive director of uh, Wolfsburg uh, sometime next week, and so uh, we'll get a, some insight from him on what's uh, going on with the, the private sector regarding best practices and issues of concern there. And uh, you know, I know we have some webinars coming
1: up. Yeah, so we're uh, so later this month in July, um, we will be doing a webinar on Know Your Customer. Um, a topic that um, is old but never gets old um, as we continue to think uh, as, an, as a community how to capture the best information to, do, uh, to understand the risk of onboarding particular customers and also um, not just at the snapshot moment of onboarding but on an ongoing basis. So I think that'll be helpful. If you'd like to sign up for that, uh, you can go to our website, Uh, amlrightsource.com and uh, find the sign up for that. Um, And uh, we'll be doing some other interesting webinars uh, late into the summer and into the fall. So we'll continue to talk about those uh, each week when we're uh, together.
0: Sounds good, Elliot. Take care of yourself. Have yourself a good weekend. And I just would we'd be remiss cuz i know we've mentioned these before the unfortunate series of shootings in the united states which continues to happen but both in the city of chicago and in highland hills the uh, again the loss the loss of loss of life is just uh, awful and so in so many levels so we do recognize that and Sadly, I think each week we'd have to mention another one because it doesn't seem to want to stop. So I just want folks to know that we, we
1: are certainly aware of all the things going on around us. Yeah. Highland Park, not Highland Park. Highland Park. I'm sorry. I apologize. That's, yes. That's okay. Um, yes. Um, a continuing, I can't even call it a problem. I, I think epidemic isn't overstating it. Um, right. that we, we need to figure out a way to really face it. Uh, and, uh, so we can uh, curtail it all right john have a great weekend take care talk to you soon yep bye-bye